Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money, and mindset your superpowers. Because the world needs more women taking up more space. And together, we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms, and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now, let's get into the show. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the show and to episode 206, the six stages of scaling your online program. It is quite a tongue twister. The six stages of scaling. <laughs> Give it a go yourself. Okay. So what I find is that quite a lot of people only talk about or think about launching an online program. That's kind of the word that everyone uses when they talk about online programs, like how to launch your online program. I'm going to launch an online program. And it's like, that's the only thing. And it's like, that's the end point. It's their only focus. And once they do that, I can see them being left like, what do I do next? What's my next move? And they don't really know what to do. And so I want to lay it out for you to prepare you, to give you the roadmap, to help you understand what to expect and to normalize the challenges, the process that you'll go through, that I've been through with scaling an online program. Because what I see is that with each of these steps, more and more people fall off the online program route. They give up, they move away. And so I want to show you what's involved because each stage requires you, requires us and has required me to become a different version of ourselves. We need to draw on moving through the discomfort. And it's just like when you decided to create a business for yourself, to go out on your own, to market yourself for the first time, to getting your first negative online experience or comment, to perhaps realizing how little you know about business, to getting your first client, what a thrill, to getting your second client, to thinking, oh my gosh, this is working, to having your first bad client experience. All of these different things. And creating an online program and scaling an online program business will take us through different experiences just like this. It's going to challenge us. We're going to be doing a whole lot of things for the first time. But when we scale, and my definition of this is that we are able to make such a huge impact to create something with meaning to so many people something that is loved by our students. We have an abundance of students and our program is making a lot of money. And that is what I mean by scaling our online program. So I want to take you today through the six steps that are involved here so that you know what's ahead for you. So you know that it is also totally worth it and the best fun you are going to have. So let's kick off with number one designing. This is the first stage, designing your online program. This is the decision. So many decisions. And you probably have so many ideas. You're feeling very inspired about 
what you're going to do and you're ready to map it out to look at what the impact is, who you want to help, what people you want to help, how you want to structure it, how much you should charge for it, all these different things. And you have people whose problems you know, that you know you can help them with, that you love helping, and you're ready to go big. It's a pretty exciting stage, but it's also a challenge because there are those decisions to make, and we can spend a lot of time in this space. What I did when I launched my first online program, when I got it out there into the world, was I really just gave a deadline to my audience, and I said, this is coming. And I only had a few weeks to get myself together and make these decisions, (laughs) which worked very well for me. Now, when it comes to designing your online program, I want you to go back as well to the previous episode, just one back episode 205, because I go into the five key decisions to make when you design your online program. So this is a super exciting phase because it's all the ideas and it can also be challenging because now you have to make decisions on what it's going to look like, creating structure to those ideas as well. So that is the first phase. And like I said in the intro to this is that I do see more and more people dropping off each stage we go. So the second stage is creating, creating your online program. And I do see some people, they have the ideas, they're in that first stage of the designing stage, but they never quite get themselves to the phase where they are creating it. They can get overwhelmed by technology. They can tell themselves they're no good with tech when the reality is they just haven't really used those platforms before. Of course, they're no good at them. It's like we're no good at business when we're just starting out. Of course, we're no good at business. We've never done it before. So people tell themselves horrible things about themselves and get stuck in a little bit of feeling sorry for themselves and don't move into phase two, creating. So this is really about what assets do you need? What do you need to be able to deliver your program to your students? How can they get access to, consume, attend what it is that you have to offer? Now, I've had all ranges of students here. I've had some students creating online programs that have kept it super simple. They've had a Zoom link and a Facebook group. They're like, hey, come to my calls. Here's my Zoom link and join our Facebook group. That's it. And then I've had other students. And if I look at my business too, I've got a whole lot of technology going on that I love. And it just makes life so easy. And there's also some amazing platforms available nowadays. And they just do so much for you. I have a bit of a love affair with the online program I use, and I kind of feel as though those people that use it, we all just end up raving about it because it's just, it's called Kajabi. You might've heard me talk about it before, other people, Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I. It just makes it so much easy, so easy to create things that you want for your online program. Anyway, I do recommend it if you're intending on making money with your online program. Let me say that again. I do recommend Kajabi if you're intending on making money with your online program. Kajabi is going to cost you a couple of thousand dollars a year, depending on your currency. Being in Australia, it's like a couple of thousand. And so some people get to this stage and then they don't move forward. Because to them, that seems like, feels like they think that's too much money to spend. For me, I was like, I'm going to make way more than like, one or $2,000 with my online program in a whole year, of course I'm going to spend that on the platform that is allowing me to create, host, make this program available to people. But I also totally understand if you don't want to 
use that one. Doesn't matter. Just pick one. That is totally fine. Or do what my other student did. Just have a Zoom link in a Facebook group if that's what you want to do. There's no right. There's no wrong. There's no correct decision. If you would like to try Kajabi, I do have a link for you. You can go to emilyosmond.com forward slash fave dash or hyphen things. emilyosmond.com forward slash fave dash things. And you can get 30 days free on Kajabi. That's my affiliate link. Go and use it and give it a bit of a try out. You might understand why I love it so much. Anyway, this is the second phase is the creation of taking those ideas, that process that you've decided on, which will help your students solve their problem and now making it real, making it into the content that people can access. If you're having a community, setting up the community for them. So this is when we're actually turning these ideas into something that's in reality, which is super, super exciting. But again, some people can drop off here because it just feels maybe, maybe it's a little bit scary because it's becoming real for them. Maybe their commitment level isn't that high that they can't quite get themselves to move through the challenges that are here. Okay, so that is phase number two, creating. Phase number three is launching. And this is the one that does get talked about quite a lot. But also, so many people get up to this stage and then stop before they do it. They might have this amazing program ready to go, but it's pretty scary. Or I should say it can feel scary to launch because we're putting ourselves out there. We're putting ourselves out there for people to say no to. So a lot of people, that's too much for them. And so they make the worst possible outcome that no one buys that online program. They make that true because they don't even offer it. Okay. So I love to look at launching a program or launching anything as really a specific promotion period. I kind of prefer the word promoting or rather than launching. It's just a promotion period where you are sharing, communicating, about the problem that you can help solve for people and you're connecting with people. To me, that's what this is. It's a specific promotion period. We're talking about the problem that you can help solve, allowing people to know that you can help them and you're connecting with those people. So don't put expectations on yourself. Don't have ridiculous numbers or goals that you want to reach. I like to see that your goal is just to launch. Your goal isn't to have a specific number of people enroll. And I'll tell you this because when I first launched my online program, I put a ridiculous goal on myself for the number of students that I wanted. I think I wanted 100 students from about an email list of 100 people. I don't really know where I, well, actually, I do know where I came up with that number from because I saw someone else with an online program who had 100 students. So I'm like, oh, I want to get 100 students when I first launch. Come on, Emily. What was I doing to myself? Because the only downside of that was then how I felt about myself, what I told myself about myself after I didn't get that number. That's the only reason that was a bad thing to do because then I'm like, oh, I'm no good. I'm terrible at this. I, what am I even doing? So take the pressure off. No expectations. Your goal is just to get it out there because when you launch, you learn. And when you don't launch, you don't learn. Okay. So that is number three. A lot of people get up to this stage, they get their program launched, which is amazing. Like you're halfway there. There's six phases and you've been up to phase three. Amazing. You've been, you're like, you've really pushed yourself past so many limiting beliefs, probably horrible things you've told yourself, 
fears that you might have had. Put yourself out there. But now I do see that a lot of people don't know what to do next. And the next part is, I think it's my favorite part, okay? So number four is becoming. This is when you actually become an online program owner. Whatever you like to call this, an online educator. I think there's a word like an edupreneur, something like that. A coach, whatever it is that you want that word to be. But this is where you become. You're familiarizing yourself with your new identity of running an online program. You have paying students. You have a community. More people have access to your work and to use it to change their life. And now you're probably in a lot of excitement, a lot of exhilaration, a lot of, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is so fulfilling. And also, oh my goodness, this is so daunting. This is really uncomfortable. There's so many new decisions I have to make now. (laughs) I remember feeling like that. It's like, wow, I thought the launch was the thing. Actually, running an online program is the thing. Because so many questions, scenarios pop up. There's some customer service to be dealing with, which is great, right? It is a privilege to have students. But now you don't go, you don't have four clients you're working with or however many that you're used to working with at a time. Now you might have 10 students or 20 students or 50 students or one of my students launched, she had 100 students. That's a lot different. And so I see people go back to what feels safe, what is familiar, what is comfortable. And they go back to working with clients and then they may never return to running that online program again, to launching it again. But remember, this is just because we're doing this for the first time. Things are going to pop up, different situations and different questions that pop up from our students. For instance, I remember some of the first ones that I got and they really threw me because I'd never dealt with them before. I'd never really thought about them before. So for instance, someone asked me, one of my students that had joined, she's like, oh, uh, Emily, there's someone else from my area that is in the program. So I don't really want to post anything because she's going to see it. So I had to think about that. What do I think about that? What do I believe to be true about that? And in my opinion, with an abundant mindset, there's so much for all of us. Wouldn't it be fun to be able to share, swap ideas, collaborate? with someone else, especially someone that lives near you. How cool is that? They have a business near you. You can collaborate. Some Another question. Oh, I have a business partner and they want to join. So can you just let them in for free? I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, oh am I really mean if I don't? Oh, what should I charge them? Do I charge them? All these questions that I then had to make decisions on. So this is what happens. And I want you to enjoy this stage because this is the privilege of actually having students and of increasing your impact. Okay. So this is phase number four, write it out. And then I promise you, it doesn't really go away. Like I'm still making decisions, having these scenarios, having questions come up that I'm like, okay, yeah. What do I think about that? What is my decision on that? But it becomes a lot more, I think we just settle into it. And we know to expect it now. And it's totally fine and totally fun and totally worth it and totally amazing. Okay, so phase or stage number five. I wonder if you can guess what this is. We have looked so far at designing, creating, launching, becoming. What do you reckon the next one is? 
it is relaunching. So remember, at this phase, you have only launched the once. And that's not the end point. So you need to launch again. You need to practice again. To test your messaging again with your audience. To test the strategies you're using to launch. To test the launch event that you've decided to use. And then you do that again. And then again. And you look at your data and you look at the feedback. And you look at what's working and you look at what you could try. And you do this and you practice this until this is really, really working well. And it's like, if you think about your business, perhaps it's right now where you're selling your services and at the start, you're kind of like, okay, I don't think that's resonating with people. Let me try this. Okay. Yeah. I'm not really getting a whole lot of clients coming in. Let me try this. And when we allow ourselves to continue to practice and to be patient and to keep going then we start seeing the results happening and we have more and more clients come to us. We have the word of mouth that is happening. We have more and more people finding us, talking about us, and we have a business that is very in demand. And so this is what we do with our online program. And the way that we do this is through re-promoting it, continue to promote it, relaunching it, testing different things. And I like to see this as well as each time that we promote or relaunch is that we're just scooping up more people that we can help. We're just scooping up more people who want their problem solved. And we give ourselves time for this. And I want you to think about relaunching as building momentum. And that is what we are continuing to do. And again, people can drop off at this phase because perhaps they don't wanna do it anymore. They want to keep going through that discomfort of putting themselves out there, of having people say yes, but also some people say no. But relaunching is building that momentum. So phase six, scaling. This is when we are really scaling our online program. And there's several ways that you can do this and several decisions that you can make from here. So if you wish to, if it makes sense for you, if it makes sense for your program, your business, your students, the results for them is that you can continue this model of relaunching. And some people do this. Some people have a program that is just one that they offer several times. They do specific promotions for. There are other strategies termed evergreen where your program can be enrolling students all the time or available all the time. You can also do a combination, a hybrid of the two, where you're using promotion periods and evergreen strategies. What else you might be looking at here is creating your next program to help solve a previous problem for your students before they get into your program, or perhaps it's the next problem that they are now grappling with. So a big word of warning here, I do not recommend that you create an additional program until your first program is making at least a reliable $100,000 or more in your business annually. Each program that you create is kind of like its own business entity. There's your own clients to look after in the program. There's marketing that program. There's actually operating the program, the systems involved. There's so much to it. And so if your first program isn't established and scaling, it's going to suffer if you then move your time, your energy, and your focus to another online program. 
And I do see people struggling to grow when they've created just too many programs too quickly. None of them take off or provide the results that they hoped for in their business. So it really takes being patient. And I know this because I had to do this myself. I remember straight after my first launch of the Modern Marketing Collective, straight away, I was like, oh my gosh, that was amazing, terrifying, but I want to do it again. I want to create another course or another program. And my coach at the time gave me the best advice she could have given me. And she said, Emily, just hold off, just focus on growing the program you have. Oh my goodness. Had she not have said that, I think my business would be in a a whole mess right now. So I waited and I was patient and I focused, focused on growing the Modern Marketing Collective. And I got it to the stage where I was making multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars with the one program before I allowed myself to create a second one. Now, I've just spoken about how you can look for solving a problem for your students that might arise for them before they enroll in your program or solving a problem that they then have once the first program you have has solved the initial problem. So let me share my business model with you because it might help you to understand and see a working example. So in the Modern Marketing Collective, I solved the first problem and this is getting enough clients. This is when we're starting our business, we're growing our business and we don't have enough clients. We don't know how to market ourselves. We don't know how to get in demand, get attention, get engagement. And so in the Modern Marketing Collective, my students learn how to get booked out in their business. Now, when I reached that point in my own business, when I was booked out with clients, my time was absolutely at capacity, but I really wanted to help more people. I wanted more flexibility back in my day and I wanted to keep growing my revenue. And so the best way for me to do this, suiting the type of business and lifestyle that I wanted was to create an online program. I learned how to do this with the Modern Marketing Collective. I grew it to the hundreds of thousands of dollars each year. And once I had done that, I then created my second program to teach others how to do the same. And this came from demand. So I had people asking me, Emily, How did you do that? How do you create something like that? How do you attract students into it? Now, you might have heard of my second program called Scalable, and I have run this over the past couple of years. And you're the first person hearing this, by the way. I haven't announced it anywhere else yet. But this year, Scalable is evolving. It's expanding. It is up leveling. And it is now, drumroll please, The Scalable Mastermind. So let me share the details with you. The Scalable Mastermind has a live event for mastermind participants where I'm going to teach you the entire process of scaling the one high quality program that gets your students results to make $100,000 or more in your business. Then you have an entire six months in the mastermind of high-level coaching and strategy support as you implement what you've learned and as you build and grow your own $100,000 plus program for your business. So this mastermind isn't for newbies. It's not for people who just want to make a few hundred or a few thousand dollars per year from a course. 
or for people that like the idea of having a passive income and doing nothing to achieve it, not actually serving and obsessing over how to get results for their students. It is for people who want to make a big impact with more people than they can with their current one-on-one business model, exactly the stage where I got to. It's for people that know that the smartest next move for them is to learn how to scale their time. Now, Scalable the Mastermind doesn't just teach you how to launch a program. It teaches you the process of becoming an online program owner and leader and growing the one high quality online program. Remember, it's kind of like a business in itself. (laughs) I'm going to teach you everything about it to making $100,000 or more in your business, not five different low quality programs that you're barely selling at all. So it's for people that are also willing to become a beginner again. And this is really key because we're experienced and established business owners when we're now booked out with clients and you're going to move to become a beginner again in the online program space. So you have to have some humility there and you have to be willing and understand that you're going to be super challenged. You're going to fail and learn in order to grow. Okay, so key details. I'm going to be opening up the applications to the Scalable Mastermind on the 25th of February. And it's going to be hard to get into. I'll be giving the first opportunity to apply to participants of my upcoming Design Your Online Program Week. So number one, make sure you add the 25th of February into your diary for Scalable Mastermind applications opening. And make sure that you register for Design Your Online Program Week. So let me just recap the details of that one. As I mentioned at the start of this episode, really more and more people drop off at each of the stages that I've covered in this episode of scaling an online program. Design, create, launch, become, relaunch, and scale. So the very first part is the design. Now, I see that the format of your online program, the price, the length, the inclusions, the format, all of the things is really a main point and sticking point of indecision for you and lack of clarity for your potential students. So it means that you're not getting around to launching your program and perhaps you're still thinking about it months or even years later. Let me know if that sounds familiar, which means you don't really have the business model that you want that is serving more people at scale. Or perhaps you've actually already created an online program. Maybe you've sold some places, you've launched it, but you're feeling very stuck. You're just unsure, second guessing, comparing whether it actually is the right program you've created. And you're changing your ideas about it, feeling very stagnant, barely promoting it, and it's not growing. So in Design Your Online Program Week, by the end of the week, you're going to have the five key decisions about your online program design made going to make them. No more overthinking, no more analysis paralysis, no more feeling stuck, just clarity, confidence, and conviction in your online program so you can actually move on to the next phase. It's running 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. daily in Melbourne time from the 21st of February to the 25th, 2022. You're going to have ongoing access to the call replay. So if you can't attend them live, it's not a big deal. You will gain access to the daily trainings after I go live. You will also have the opportunity to ask me your questions about your online program design and decisions. So this week-long training intensive, Design Your Online Program Week, is going to cost you just $100. And it's going to save you months or even years of going back and forth over how to design the right online program. It is a no-brainer. So go ahead and go to emilyosmond.com forward slash program 
dash week. So emilyosmond.com forward slash program dash week and register now. I cannot wait to see you in there to support you and teach you and share how to make really, really good decisions to lock them in for your online program and then share the details with you about Scalable the Mastermind. All right, we shall speak soon. This episode is brought to you by my free online masterclass, why your marketing isn't making you sales and what to do about it. You'll learn how to get heard and seen in this noisy online world and stop being invisible. How to fill your audience with the right people, people who will love your content and will actually buy your products, services, or programs. And how to consistently turn your followers into raving customers without being fake or salesy. This free masterclass is perfect if you're about to launch your business or you're a small business owner. Register now at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. That's emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.